Hello, welcome to How to Scale a Business. I am Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm very excited to welcome Jason Tiger with Bubble Universe. Jason is the founder and CEO at Bubble Universe, and they are on a mission to provide safe, edible bubbles by offering premium flavored bubbles for kids made with food-grade ingredients. Um, Jason, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'm really excited to talk about your work and learn about the bubble industry. Absolutely. So happy to, to be here. So yeah. a little background on me. I started working at the world's largest bubble company. Uh, I worked in their Hong Kong office for about five years, learned everything bubbles, and got to really see that bubbles are traditionally detergent or worse than detergent ingredients and mainly water and not as filtered or as clear as what we consider drinking water or even just safe for kids. And so I partnered up uh, with a pediatric allergist that was getting kids with reactions to these bubbles and whether it's digestive or on their skin. And we have made ultimately the safest bubble solution ever. So safe, they're made of food grade and USP ingredients. And so we added natural flavors to bring it more uh, fun and sensory experience. We make it for kids, pets, and, and even adults at bars and restaurants. Fantastic. That's so cool to um, see a need. And um, as a parent, very appreciative uh, to have, you know, um, options that keep, uh, you know, kids safe with things that they're, you know, playing with, with bubbles. Um, I would love to hear uh, about what is the industry, the bubble industry like? Um, you have so much experience in it. And, um, you know, I'm just curious about what that's like. Absolutely. So it's very commoditized. And when I say that, I mean, the Walmarts, the Targets, the, the big retailers of the world are just buying bulk solution from China. And they put it in their spring area leading up to Easter, where about 80% of the bubble business is sold. Uh, is, is right before Easter. And so the pricing structure of bubbles has had to be constantly reduced coming from China because of freight and just uh, to make it um, more competitive with other types of bubbles and ultimately a race to the bottom on price, which leads these factories to be creating much cheaper bubbles and maybe cutting corners on quality and ingredients and trying to uh, provide a cheaper product. And that leads to these reactions um, caused by them in kids or pets or adults. And ultimately it has not been changed for years. Um, and what I'm trying to do is disrupt that, provide a safer, more fun solution made in the USA and ultimately create a flying food and beverage or candy or, or a, a much more fun Willy Wonka type experience. Oh, as wow. As opposed to just what kids are already eating and pets are eating soapy, bad quality uh, bubbles from China. And oh, wow. So that, that's what we're trying to do. And, and that's the nature of what bubbles are today. Fantastic. I love that. Um, flying food and candy. Uh, that's so cool. Um, can you share with us how, um, how it's been getting your product um, to your consumers, how you're reaching them? What kind of promotional marketing strategies are you using that you're finding to be really helpful? Yes. So a little bit of a learning lesson for me. Launched the company 
uh, beginning of 2022, was focusing all about D2C on our own website, quickly realized that via Instagram, Facebook, and other ad platforms via social media or Google, it was costly and not necessarily leading us to a profitable return fast or our ultimately it was a little bit more difficult to navigate, especially with what the data was being uh, provided by Facebook and Instagram and Google, obviously with what happened with the regulations. And so with coming out of COVID, um, we immediately approached retail and we knew that if we were able to get the placement, maybe at a register, maybe in a different area than traditional spring bubbles, it will be almost like a much better advertising and marketing approach. And that's what we did. And we ultimately, we get more traffic out of PetSmart at the register, which we're placed than we would spending and not receiving profits online. So we originally just placement at retail. And now that we're also on Amazon, it helps with that omni-channel approach. And um, everyone's wanting to buy it at retail right now looking at Amazon, looking at all these e-commerce companies, it's a lot harder um, with advertising. So really just retail is a big focus for us, but also um, the omni-channel with Amazon and, and, and other marketing approaches like giving product for free to influencers, micro-influencers to build that organic community. We know that once people try our product, they'll love it. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally see that. Um, so with steering towards getting connected with retailers um you know what are you finding a really great way to connect with retailers i mean there's so many ways to reach retailers now that you have linkedin you have even on social media you can find these buyers or i mean just emailing their their vp merchandising and figuring it out um for us we're uh multi approachable via um, rep groups. We work with uh, rep groups to help us uh, who have the relationship. We work with distributors who also help. And then we ultimately are reaching out via LinkedIn ourselves, previous relationships that I've had at the, you know, the bubble company, as well as um, just grassroots going to their office and seeing if we can get a meeting or giving samples or figuring it out at trade shows, meeting buyers. So trying everything, but I would say the most successful upfront was these these reps, these representatives that had the relationship already and taking us on because of our, our, our innovative product. Absolutely. Um, I would love for you to share a lesson that your work has taught you that you think anyone could value from or should learn at some point in their life. Yeah, it's a good question. I would say... It, it doesn't happen overnight, and a lot of people say that, but the confidence from experience and just in general that you should be able to have within yourself to accomplish anything is what will allow you to persevere through obstacles and, and appreciate the rainy days to appreciate the sunny ones and know that you're going to make it through and just to keep moving. And that confidence is sometimes... It, it comes from experience being thrown in. It comes from just taking your time at, at, at corporate jobs or whatever works for you know you. Getting that confidence is the most important to be able to persevere through anything. And Absolutely. That's what I've had to learn in Hong Kong. That's what I've had to learn now. Uh, and, and 
ultimately leads me to success from little to big and gets me through um, a lot of hurdles. Absolutely. Um, can you share um, for those listening, what are day-to-day operations like for you as a CEO and founder of a company? Yeah, so day-to-day, when I started this company, I wanted to make it extremely automated, efficient, mm-hmm. um, and mobile. We don't have an office. We have employees that work all throughout the U.S. and even internationally. Uh, coming out of COVID, we wanted to make it where it's super outsourced. And so my day-to-day, a little bit of hats of everything in a startup, that's, that's typical. But we've automated where we use NetSuite. And so ultimately, day-to-day, let's say we're in the process right now of shipping Albertsons, Kroger, PetSmart, It's Sugar, and really because it's leading up to Easter, spring, but also going forward from their replenishment. So my day-to-day right now is making sure our facility, our factory that we've outsourced to is producing on time. I'm scheduling trucks to go pick it up and coordinating with these retailers to make sure it arrives. I'm making sure our financials are in order towards the end of the month to make sure that we're getting budgets and forecasts so that we can use working capital to fund the the factories and suppliers. Uh, We're innovating new flavors to launch at a pet show that we're launching um, in this next month. And I mean, a little bit of everything, but a lot, I'm fortunate where we have now uh, two full-time employees helping us on sales and coordination via ops. And so uh, that that wasn't there a couple months ago, so we're growing super fast, and and so my day to day is now managing that with them, and and ultimately looking to the future of innovations like bubble toys with our bubble solution, or, or yeah. retail that we're not in, or um, trying to figure out the next innovative item to bring to our now sales distribution channels. So Absolutely. I was day a lot. But yeah. mainly right now, day to day is making sure that our retailers are getting their product on time, which is always difficult. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I was going to ask too, um, you know, do you have like a productivity hat hack that you utilize that really helps you manage all these hats that you're wearing? I mean, I've tried Monday, I've tried Asana, I've tried all these uh, different tools for some reason. I don't know why, but it, I just start with it. And then I'm like, I use just general Apple notes. Yeah. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I, know what is, <laughs> I use like digital stuff, but sometimes I have to go back to post-its for like a day. And it's right. actually been a week of it. And it, it just, sometimes I just need the physical thing, but then I might use a, um, you know, a digital hack. And I'm like, okay, I organize this, but yeah, totally feel you on that. Navigating through the organized chaos, as a lot of people say. And so for me, it is that it's organized chaos through notes, through email, Mm -hmm. uh, organizing, through uh, follow-up. And I guess productivity for me is drinking a lot of Nespresso that helps uh, (laughs) as well as organizing my day. Uh, via a workout in the morning and getting started yeah. and setting up calls certain days versus not setting up calls so that I can just focus on emails. Um, email tools like Apollo 
that help to structure when to follow up or who mm-hmm. has responded. Um, so yeah, I would say the best productivity tools that I use are notes, mm-hmm. um, scheduling my weeks and days where I'll set up just calls on those specific days and then others not. So then I have the time to really organize and, and get yeah. to emails and then also software for emails. So then you can use it for follow-up or reminders or um, organizing priorities. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's always a balancing act, trying out, having your meetings on one day or having part of the day. And um, well, as we near the end of the podcast, can you share with us the vision you have for Bubble Universe in the coming year and beyond? Absolutely. So it's the goal is to make where adults, kids, pets look at bubbles, not as just a children's toy, but really a CPG company that's disrupting flavor, food, beverage, candy, ultimately flying aerial sensory experiences so that when you have a kid one day or whoever's listening has a kid or even a dog or even you see it in a bar or restaurant, you're thinking, wait a minute, now I can be with a group of people and all be trying the same flavor all at once. Mm. Or I can enhance how I taste something via a bubble or uh, ultimately promote a different new beverage to an audience of a thousand all at the same time. Oh, wow. So ultimately to disrupt uh, tasting of flavor, but also encourage more uh, purchases of other food and beverage via tasting. That's so cool. I could totally picture like, oh, we have this new uh, soda or juice and you can try it as a bubble. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Um, Disrupting bubbles forever where you don't look at it as just soapy orb in in China and really enhancing the sensory experience for all. Fantastic. Well, um, before we go, Jason, can you share how people can stay connected with you and anything else you would like them to know about Bubble Universe? Absolutely. So you can reach me at my email, jason at bubbleuniverse.com or find me on LinkedIn, Jason Tiger. And I mean, go look at PetSmart Register right now for our maple bacon. Go look at Kroger, Fred Meyer, the Register of It's Sugar, uh, Albertsons, and, and look out for where you're looking at bubbles and thinking of us and thinking, wait, I was eating that as a kid. Wait, now I can eat it? Mm-hmm. And really bars and restaurants where you see smoke inside of a bubble on a cocktail, that's also us and, and disrupting it. So. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Well, Jason, thank you so much for your time and for uh, sharing the behind the scenes of the bubble industry and letting us kind of get an idea of what the the future for bubbles could be. It's really eye-opening. I can see a lot of different applications for it. Um, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you for your time. No problem.